Would you take your copy of Scripture, join with me tonight in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. That's called the Resurrection chapter of Scripture. I'd love for you to join me there this evening. Those of you that perhaps are older than I am uh, will remember vividly this name. But they say that legendary Green Bay Packers football coach Vince Lombardi Every season on the first day of training camp, when the coach would officially address his players in the beginning of the season at that team meeting, he would be standing in the back of the room as the players would file in and take their seats. Most of the time there would be some press there. And when it was time, he would walk to the front of the room, he would Stand there and take several seconds just to look at each one of them in the face. And then he would extend a football and hold it out, hold it up in front of them, and he would say five words. Every single year, first day of training camp, the same five words. Holding that pigskin out in front of them, with all the seriousness that he could muster, he would say, Gentlemen, this is a football. What he was saying by communicating those five words were, we're going to start with the basics and make sure that we're executing the fundamentals. You see, Vince Lombardi was obsessed with the fundamentals. He constantly emphasized the basics. His team would consistently become the best in the league at the tasks everyone else on the other teams took for granted. Because of that, it's no wonder that year after year, especially in the 1960s, all the Packers ever did was win or at least contend for championships. Well, tonight's message could be called by some somewhat elementary. Some may even call it shallow or basic. I like to call it fundamental. I realize, especially tonight with the crowd assembled here, that I literally am preaching to the choir. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, based on all that was stated in this tremendous chapter about the power and the blessings that are ours in Christ because of his resurrection. Paul gets to the last verse. In verse 57, he says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, he said, based on everything that has been said My beloved brethren, be ye, you be steadfast. You be fixed in your purpose. You be unmovable. You be always, always abounding, always flourishing, always fruitful in the work of the Lord. For you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Tonight, I would like to encourage us 
with a very simple, simple title. <laughs> Let's have a summer jump. In many churches across our nation in the summertime, the average attendance in June drops by 23%, and in July it drops by 34%. It's accurately called a summer slump. Naturally, there are more vacationers during this time. There are more folks out of town. There are more spots left vacant. I'd like to exhort us this evening as a church family to avoid a summer slump and to experience a summer jump. So allow me to clarify some things this evening. First of all, God is not (laughs) anti-vacation. Therefore, by the way, can I get an amen right there? (laughs) Some of you are like, where is he going with this? God is not anti-vacation. I'm grateful that he isn't. Therefore, take one. You need it. Your family needs it. Your mind needs it. Your emotions need it. You need the downtime. You need the family bonding time. You need the recuperation time mentally and physically. And I'm speaking to many of us in this room. Don't you feel guilty about taking time off? Okay? As I just, the Lord teaches us in his word a balance in life. It was Jesus himself who said, let us come apart and rest a while. And I believe it was Dr. Vance Havner that said that if you don't come apart, you will come apart. And that's true, isn't it? I heard preacher Patrick make this statement one time standing in this pulpit. And he said, sometimes he was preaching on Elijah. And he said, sometimes the most spiritual thing a person can do is take a nap. (laughs) And that's true. (laughs) I said take a nap for those that didn't hear me say that. That's true. Second statement, if you're going to be gone over a Sunday, worship corporately where you are, if at all possible. And then when you get back in town, jump back in your place. I've learned that it's much easier to miss a second Sunday if you miss the week before. The enemy wants us to turn one Sunday into two and two Sundays into three and three Sundays into four. And I've learned, and you have too, that by that fourth Sunday, an old pattern of faithfulness is now broken, and a new pattern of disconnection has begun. Number three, God's instructions for our faithful service and responsible stewardship don't cease or change just because it's the summer. You see, friends, the needs are still ongoing. The need for our spiritual development is still ever-present. God's plan for our personal growth is still intact. Our corporate and individual need for the benefit that the local church provides is the same as it is in February or November. 
Number four, the summertime does offer a good season to try some new outreach opportunities for our local church. We even did this last year and plan to do this this year as well. And I would try to encourage you as a family or as an individual Christian to during this time when it seems to be a little down, try some different and fresh approaches to evangelism as a family or as an individual to reach out perhaps to neighbors, to acquaintances, to co-workers. Do things like open up your home, host a neighborhood block party. I know that those type things sometimes make us nervous. Get to know your neighbors. Minister to their needs. Share the gospel with them and pray that God will open up an opportunity that the more you get to know them, that God would, 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 would use your life and witness and faith to draw them closer to Christ. Number five, the work of God's local church still goes on in the summer months. And faithful workers are still needed. Faithful members still make a difference. I said faithful members still make a difference. I don't know any more faithful than the one sitting right here and serving even now in different parts of our buildings. We still need folks praying in the summertime. We still need folks in the Word in the summertime. We still need folks walking with God in the summertime. We still need folks ushering. We still need folks greeting. We still need folks singing. We still need folks practicing. We still need folks visiting. We still need folks inviting. We need folks smiling. We still need folks teaching and folks encouraging. We still need folks reaching out and folks driving a bus or a van. We still need folks volunteering. We still need folks teaching kids. We still need folks hitting the altar. We still need folks passing out tracts. We need folks excited about the Lord. And even in the summertime, yes, we need folks in their place. So Faith Church, instead of having a summer slump, let's purpose tonight in our hearts. We're going to have a summer jump for the glory of God. For the benefit and health of His local church. And for our own individual spiritual life. And all God's people said.